Speed and Action. Hello everyone, welcome on our first episode on Being Watch Podcast with Audrey and Genia. So today we are going to talk about the most top and recommended show, The, the Queen's Gambit. This TV series is based on a novel by Walter Tevis on 1983 and was first aired on October, played by Anya Taylor-Joy and Thomas Brody's sister. It unfolds the life of an orphan chess prodigy, Beth Harmon, during her quest to become the world's greatest chess player. While dealing with drug and alcohol, while determined to conquer the traditional boundaries in a male-dominated world of competitive chess. So, about The Queen's Gambit, actually I've watched the last series last week and honestly at first I didn't find it very interesting because I think it was the first episode and it's the opening of the story so you get to know the character. So, it was a little bit boring for me. True. At the first episode, it's not really that interesting and the plot is really slow. Usually when I watch an exciting TV series, I will get that one feeling, you know, that you want to watch the second episode and maybe the rest of the episode. And The Queen's Gambit makes me want to watch the rest of um, the episode because the first episode is not really that boring but still get a little bit excited. I know that feeling. It's like from the first episode, we already know that the series is gonna be good. Yeah, right. Actually, I don't like chess and I don't even know how to play chess, but the series makes chess look interesting even though I didn't understand it. And the rest of the episode, even more interesting for me to watch. For me, I've always wanted to learn chess, but never had time. Plus, I was too lazy. And the Queen's Gambit makes me want to learn it right now. Well, it's never too late to learn, right? Yeah, maybe later. Because like I said, I'm too lazy. In the series, also, I feel like everything happened for a reason, like if Beth didn't get an accident, she won't end up in that orphanage. Yes, and she won't become a great chess player in the world. I know, like, she is so smart, like, how? I can't even imagine myself being Beth. And then she grew up and she really showed that she's really good at this thing. That is so true. But one thing that I don't like about her is that she's so ambitious as Like, for God's sake, it's okay to lose sometimes. I mean, it's kind of the process, you know, that you lose and you win. Sometimes you lose, sometimes you win, and it's okay, I think. Right. Despite being underestimated because of her gender, and that chess is mostly played by men, Beth kept on moving forward and wins every match she played. This proves there are no boundaries in chess. Even a girl can play and win. Yes, Beth is always questioned about how it feels to be the only woman in a room full of men, but Beth couldn't care less, I think. It doesn't matter. Whether you are man or woman, chess can be played by anyone, right? Anyway, there is one quote that I like when Beth were interviewed by some journalists. She said that chess can also be beautiful. Agree. Because I think there is no line between what men or women can and cannot do. Did you know why Beth is very ambitious? Because she's got the spirit, I don't know, maybe she's really like to win, I think. Well, I think this side of her has something to do with her mother, her real mother. Do you remember that in the past, her mother would always tell her to be brave and independent? Ah, right. I remember there is one quote that uh, said by her mother, her biological mother, that the strongest person is the person who isn't scared to be alone. Yes, and she also talks about how to take care of yourself and not to depend on the others, especially men. So that's why Beth growing up becoming an independent woman and tend to push people away in her life. She believed that she had to do everything by herself, I think. She also thinks she has to be the first in everything, to prove that she can succeed without the help of others. And there is no one who can help her but herself. 
true. She only thinks about Chess and herself. Like when Jolene introduced the new girl on the orphanage, if you remember, I think it's Samantha. All right, I remember that scene. She doesn't give a. Sorry. Instead, she asked Jolene for the spills. I personally don't like Jolene at first, but she actually not that bad. I also had Jolene at first because she looks like a bad influence for Brad. I thought that too. And when they first met, Jolene didn't make a good impressions. She told Beth to take the vitamins, aka transgalizing pills at night for best effect. Yeah, and since then Beth become addicted to those pills. The second time she take those pills, she feel at ease and start to imagine a chessboard on her bedroom ceiling and start to play this mind chess, I think. And I think, from that moment, she starts to think that those pills help her to win every match. But the truth is, it's not those pills, but her intelligence. It has nothing to do with the pills. Yeah, right, like, Beth, you're already smart, so stop taking those pills, for God's sake. Anyway, we forgot to talk about Mr. Shabel. Alright, Mr. Shabel, he is the most important person on this whole series, I think. Yes, the janitor at the orphanage, and the first person who introduced Chess to Beth. I still remember how Mr. Shabel doesn't want to teach Beth. Right, he also says that girls don't play chess. Yes, he did. I feel like Beth, she's a father figure in Mr. Shable, and she, she never get a chance to feel that kind of love in her life. He never really shows his love for her though. Anyway, you're right. I think her stepmother also plays an important role, because she always be there for Beth, and that is why she is down in grief when her stepmother dead. But the truth is, I don't really like Mrs. Whitley at first, because she doesn't really care about Beth. But then she turned to be a good mother for her. I think this series sent a message about family, that um, family is very important and you can find family in many different walks of life, as long as you are open enough to accept it. On episode 6, we get to see Beth finds a newspaper clipping and a photograph of her and Mr. Shable, and she was drowned in tears. She's never alone all this time. There are always Mr. Shable, Julian, and even Benny who look after her. Also, sometimes you feel alone or lonely, so it's only because you can see that there are people around you who love you and you are actually not alone and sometimes it's stronger with those who aren't blood. What do you think about Benny? I think Benny is a good influence for Beth because she become more good, I think. He helps her to leave her bad habit, which is her drug addiction. Yeah, I also think so. And he also helped Beth to improve her game unless he can beat him, the US Gearmaster at the time. Yeah, and under Benitorship, Beth discovered that she can play even better when she's sober. And also, do you remember the speed chess scene? Actually, that is my favorite scene. How could I forget that scene? Like, it was so fascinating and confusing at the same time. And I can feel the pressure is so real. When I watched it, I was like, wait, slow down. Did they even think? I think they not. Maybe that's why they called Chess Prodigy? Yeah, right. Even though Beth is a genius in Chess, there is still one player that scares her. The Russian? Yes, Vesely Burgov, the Russian Grandmaster. He beats her twice. The first is at Mexico City and the second was in Paris when she's hungover from previous night, right? But even she's scared, she never give up. With the help of her friends, Beth finally able to beat Burgoff, even though it's on the last move. Oh, it's when she suddenly changed her move. Yeah, and that time, Burgoff realized he's already lost, and he said, This is your game, take it. I also like that line. 
and I love how it ends by Beth going to a park where elders were playing chess. She greeted everyone who recognized her happily and played with one of them. And I think in this scene, Beth sees her opening just like Mr. Shable, an old man who introduced Beth to chess and a father figure for Beth. Agreed. It shows how precious Mr. Shable is to Beth. And now, since sitting the opposite of similar elderly figure, ready to engage in a game outside of competitive chess, which is a sign of maturity and willingness to open up to people. Did you ever wonder why the title is called The Queen's Gambit? Isn't that one of the chess moves? Yes, it is. It is where we temporarily sacrifice a pawn to gain control of the center of the board, a sacrifice that is required to give up early in order to win the final game. Ah, uh, I see that's why. Every person who cares about Beth makes sacrifices for her. Julian helps Beth in her worst condition and giving Beth money to go to Russia. Harry and Benny help her arranging chess strategy in order to win from Burgos, right? And among all of it, Beth also has to sacrifice something, her drug addiction. Beth has to throw away her drug in order to win the final game against Burgov. So, that's our opinion about the Guns Gambit. For those of you who haven't watched yet, what are you waiting for? Go watch it! It's very recommended! I'm Adrian Gania signing out, see you on the next episode! And cut!